0: Um. Can you be normal for the next 20 minutes?
1: Bring it. <laughs> Bring the heat, Natty.
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast. A weekly challenge podcast for small business owners.
1: By small business owners.
0: I'm Natalie MacLeese.
1: And I am Alex Fosco's Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. It's... Hopefully been a productive week for everyone listening to this podcast.
0: Yeah, because we had like pretty good challenge to do.
1: We did. We we asked you to look into the future, to peer into your crystal ball. And
0: I don't have a crystal ball.
1: Well, I guess that means you didn't do the challenge.
0: Hmm. Those
1: of us who are I'll, into the occult. I'll have let crystal you balls.
0: decide if I did the challenge or not.
1: Well, why don't you tell us a little more about the challenge and what you did about it?
0: Our challenge was to make a plan for 2020.
1: For 2020.
0: To plan out your year. And I didn't really plan out my 2020. (laughs) Okay. But these are the things that I did. Okay. So... I think, as you know, I use a set of workbooks every year to do my yearly planning. Mm -hmm. And those, coincidentally, came up for Amazon pre-order this week.
1: Say what?
0: Yes. So I rushed to my cart and put them in there. And they come out October
1: 8th. Ooh, fancy. So you'll be getting those soon.
0: So I'll be getting those soon. And then, so that's one thing I did. Now, obviously, they're blank workbooks, and they still need to be filled in. (laughs) But the first year that I got these workbooks, I've been using them, I think, for 10 years, maybe nine years, something like that. The first year that I did them, yes. I coincidentally had a trip to Kauai. Fancy. And as like something to fill time on this trip I brought my workbooks and did all of my planning in Kauai. Neat. And it was fantastic. Like it was beautiful. Like I could work on the workbooks for a few hours, go out for a walk, see the beautiful beach, see whales flipping around in the ocean as they do. I went snorkeling and saw sea turtles and I went on a helicopter ride. So I, you know, I could do these kind of fun things. And then I had this lovely, lovely little like condo that we had rented and got to just relax there and eat some snacks and fill out my workbook. It was, it was just so nice. And I was saying to a friend, man, I wish I could, like, do my planning that way every year. And she was like, well, why can't you? So I booked a trip to Kauai.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. In
0: January. In
1: January. That's super smart.
0: Um, A week in Kauai where I have a lovely little apartment and... My flight is booked, and I plan to go and just kind of do that same thing I did the first time around. So does that count?
1: Let me talk to the judges. (laughs) Hey, judges. uh, You just heard Natalie's plan here. Does that cut the mustard for finishing and completing last week's challenge? Well, as I see it... um. It's a little unusual to to plan to do a plan in the future, but it seems to me like she did a plan to do a plan. And by my standards, I think that works. Thank you. You're not very helpful. Anytime.
0: Who was that?
1: That was Elmer. I thought it might be Cheddar. (laughs) Cheddar Ferguson is out this week. That was Elmer, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Elmer is our engineer who makes the magic happen.
0: Huh. He must be invisible.
1: He's in our hearts and minds and in every due weekly podcast episode that our listeners download.
0: Okay. All right. Is he the only judge?
1: No. Okay. (laughs) But he's the only one who's present to Uh, make a decision today.
0: All right.
1: So, Natalie, you pass the mustard.
0: Oh, yay.
1: All right. So.
0: Did you book a trip to Kauai?
1: (laughs) I did not book a trip to Kauai, but damn, that sounds like a good idea.
0: Right? Well, now everyone knows that's just like a thing you could do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I actually like that you planned to make a plan and, uh, I think that it's really smart to take time out for yourself and then you can make a plan and then you can remember to tell us all what the actual plan was that you, that you put together.
0: Yes. In January, I'm going January 13th to the 20th. Oh, and for anybody who's listening, who's like, oh my God, no way could I ever do that. Let me just say that both these trips cost just over a thousand dollars. So... Well, and one not other... that expensive if you do some smart airline and accommodation shopping. So let me stop you right there. Yeah.
1: So I don't disagree with what you've said. However, mm-hmm. given that you do run your own business, yes. when you just up and leave, right? Like, yeah. W- isn't there an additional cost potentially to have other folks available to help you manage stuff while you're away. That's that's a cost to consider too, right?
0: That is definitely a cost to consider.
1: So what <clears throat> are you planning to do ahead of tra- taking your trip?
0: Um, so that's far enough in advance. It, it's late September as we're sure. recording. It'll be a week or two before this comes out, but... Um, it's far enough in advance that I can alert all of my current clients that this is coming up. And I, I mean, realistically, most of the projects on my plate now will be completed by that time. Um, and then any new clients I have, since I, I literally booked this trip this morning. I just, I just got to be in my bonnet and decided I was going to do it. Um, any new clients, right? This will be a consideration that I can bring up when I'm chatting with them. Like, Oh, by the way, I'm out of the office for a week. So hopefully my needs for that week, as far as coverage will be pretty minimal. There have been other times where I have had to hire somebody, um, to, you know, at least check in on emails every day. And make sure nothing was going awry, uh, but when you plan far enough in advance, you can often minimize that. Sure. And, you know, knowing that this is coming up, I can work, you know, an extra couple hours a week up until then to kind of offset the time that I'll be out of the office.
1: Sure. That makes sense. So it, and that that's an oft-overlooked. Uh, aspect to running your own business is when you do uh when you do decide to take a vacation it's you're not just taking a vacation i mean you have to plan for yourself to not be there too so
0: yes and and if you're alone if you're alone right
1: if you're if you're alone if you have other folks who can take up the slack when you're gone awesome that's great uh but in our case you know like you know, we we are small shops and, you yes. know, we have people who help us out with stuff, but it, it does require an extra effort to cover.
0: Yeah. Solopreneur so. life. Solopreneur life.
1: Hashtag. Oh, wait, no. I put the hashtag in the wrong place.
0: Yeah, you have to put the hashtag first. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Hashtag. Yeah.
1: So, um Okay, so I think what I what I did was a little more traditional, and I think aspirational.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So there's, you know, there there's definitely aspects to um, to what I do that where, where I, I feel like I do have a vision, and so one of the things that I want to do is. In what I'm planning for is to set a couple of goals for the for the coming year. Things that I want uh-huh. to learn, that I aspire to learn. Okay. One of the challenges that I run into is I don't always know what to do.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um. And there's so many things I could do. I get kind of paralyzed, you know, analysis paralysis, whatever you want to call it. Um, but because no one is pointing at me and saying, "Hey, you need to do this. or because I'm not working for an employer that says, "Hey, here's your performance plan" or, or whatever, right? Um, so one of the things that I plan to do is put myself on some sort of performance plan to to grow and to learn in some way.
0: Now, um, are you? Will you be? Um, like setting that up yourself or is that something that you're working with a coach or a mentor on?
1: So I'm not working with a coach or a mentor. On this, but for for this specific piece, this is something that I want to choose one business thing and one personal thing to mm-hmm. to aspire to learn. And there, I got the idea. I mean, it, and it's not a revolutionary idea or anything like that. Um, but the last job that I had, the director of our department would meet with everyone in his department and. You know, say, "Hey, what is one thing that you really want to do?" And and he was a you know quite the stickler with this. Like he he's done it for photography, for mostly for personal things. Like uh, photography was one thing. Becoming better at tennis was another thing. So these were things that he invested his time into uh, to becoming better. Mm-hmm. And specifically for me, it's very easy to get wrapped up in work where
0: I don't think that's just you. I think that's everyone.
1: Well, it, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for anybody else, yeah. but it, it's very easy to say, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to knock out some code for an hour or I'm going to do this one work related thing. And then before you know it, yeah, it's 1130, it's 12 and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it, so you're not doing yourself any favors and you know i'm i'm middle aged now and one of the things that i worry that that maybe not worry about but i think about is just becoming complacent and not expanding further not being curious mm-hmm. you know and that seems like a scary thing to okay. me okay uh, yep. so so one of the plans is to do professional and personal growth, one item each that I can, that I can, that, that's but very doable. Going to be
0: your focus for the year. Yes. yes. Okay.
1: And then, um, from from the business perspective, there is a product that's been on my mind, and I've done jack all about it. Um, it it's a proposal piece of software which is not new proposal software is all over the place but the concept I have I think is really solid Mm -hmm. and if done well you know would have a very niche market that I think I could do well with so I really want to make some progress on that so at least getting started with Like the initial scope, Um, figuring out what the base functionality is, figuring out what some of the UI is, just just sketching it out, like not high level stuff. I'm not going to hire a designer for anything yet, but just have an idea of what the plan is, like what a phase one or free version looks like and what a phase two paid version looks like. And go from there and then see if there's any interest in it. Sort of like what you and um, our friend Nathan did with Mm -hmm. simply schedule appointments. You, uh, you did a campaign, you earned some monies Mm
0: -hmm. and pre-orders and
1: took some pre-orders, which I think is awesome. Thanks. So in that regard, I think that's super smart. Awesome. So there's that. And I mean, there's, There's other things I'd like to do as well, but I feel like to do, (laughs) I think I heard this quote from you or it might've been a quote that you're repeating, but people often underestimate how much they can do in a year yes, and they overestimate what they can do in several years or something like that. So I want to revisit my processes for, for, you know, how we onboard people. And that's been a slow process that's been in progress, Mm -hmm. but I really want to refine, refine all of that. And there, there is another move to really document my processes too, because I do, if, if I can keep things going the way that they have been, it's possible for me to step away somewhat from from the day-to-day stuff that I do yeah and I can hand some of that off and take on a more business development role and or you know try to do more big picture planning so mm-hmm. so documentation and processes are a big part of what I'm attempting to do to do and yeah. that's in progress now and I'd like to say that that would be done you know at least by the first quarter like I'd say I'm 60% there okay, as far as getting <laughs> things documented and tested uh-huh. but I really need to start putting the finishing touches on it and then start moving people through that process so, yeah. so a lot of the things that I want to do are, are business operations related and then I do want to revisit seeing a business coach. Okay. So I do want to maybe talk to one or two coaches. I, I don't know why to, but I want to revisit talking to a business coach uh, that can, that can maybe help me get unstuck in certain ways. Yeah. Get
0: focused.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I, I think that's one of my biggest things is I I'm just unfocused So, um, there's, there's more to it than that. There's kind of a lengthy list of (laughs) things that I planned to do for next year. And then for the second year, uh, or for the next year beyond that. So it was basically a two year plan, but I can share that in the show notes. Okay, cool. So
0: we should also put the links for my workbooks.
1: I think we can do that. So do you think that I completed the challenge?
0: Definitely.
1: Do we need to take it to the judge?
0: With flying colors, no, we don't need to talk to Elmer again. We're good. Let's move on to next week's challenge.
1: Let's move on to next week's challenge, Natalie.
0: (laughs) We're very, like, down to business today. We
1: are down to business in a way that we never have been before. (laughs) But let's not stop that momentum. Bring the heat. So,
0: this is my challenge.
1: Oh, so I don't have to do it.
0: And no, we both have to do it. This was my idea. And well, let me say what it is first. It is to make a plan for your business for what will happen if you become ill or injured.
1: So not dead.
0: Not dead. We already did dead. And what we didn't think about is lots of things can happen to you that would leave you unable to work or unable to run your business.
1: Like you could lose your face.
0: Temporarily.
1: You could temporarily lose your face. <laughs>
0: okay. It could be temporary or it could be permanent, whatever happens to sure. you. Sure. Um, I don't think it would be. I never heard of anyone losing their face. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, let me talk about why I thought this would be a good challenge. So remember when we did the challenge to hire a bookkeeper? yes. So I hired a bookkeeper, she is fantastic and I love her and she did all of my accounting for uh, 2018 and then I hired her to continue doing 2019 on an ongoing basis so that it wouldn't pile up and she gave me a deal if I paid for the full year up front, so I paid for all of 2019 already. And then, um, she just quit doing my accounting and I noticed (laughs) and started emailing her. This was, uh, back in late May. I started emailing her and saying, Hey, uh, can I get a, you know, P and L as of the end of May (laughs) in a few days? And got no answers from her. Sent several follow up emails through June asking again and again. And then, bizarrely, in July, I got a response that said, Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I'll have it all caught up by the end of the day. And then I haven't heard from her again since. So, what I finally did is I, you know, as we mentioned, it's September now. Yes. <laughs> And I went on her website to see if I could find an alternate way of getting in touch with her aside from her email. And I found she had appointment scheduling on her website. So I scheduled an appointment for the very next day. And that's when I finally got an email, not from my bookkeeper, but from her brother-in-law who let me know that in May she was diagnosed with breast cancer Oh, no. And has been, has undergone several surgeries, chemotherapy, radiation, has been in and out of ICU, has had some complications, and has basically been unable to work since late May early June.
1: Oh, man.
0: And, uh, of course, I feel, y- y- you know, sympathy for her situation and I feel bad. I, you know, I wish that would never happen to anyone ever. Absolutely. And I I realize that that's a very difficult situation for her and for her family and for her business. But then also, right. I'm running a business and the (laughs) the IRS (laughs) doesn't really care (laughs) what, you know, what's going on. Um, so I need my things done. And so she obviously didn't have a plan for what was going to happen if she became unable to work in her business for a period of time. Yeah. And of course we're all hoping that she will recover and be back at her business um, sometime in the near future, but it's possible that that won't happen. <clears throat> and it's, it's kind of left me in this situation where You know, while I'm sympathetic and understanding of what she's going through, I also feel like, but she just disappeared off the face of the planet as far as I'm concerned, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, the things that she was doing for me were important and things that I was relying on and things that I had paid for. And I think that you and I are often in that situation, right? Like we often take deposits and things up front from clients. They're important projects, you know, their web presence, um, their online marketing. Like those are all things that are extremely important to a business. And that if we suddenly found ourselves in a situation unable to deliver, we should probably have a plan in place for what's going to happen there. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So that's where the idea for the challenge came from. And it's you know it's as scary and unpleasant as thinking about what will happen to our businesses if we die, but I think as important.
1: Absolutely. So, like having some sort of business continuity plan in in place. Yeah. Um,
0: and I don't, think it, also, I'm sorry, yeah, I don't mean to interrupt you, but also to highlight how important it is as a solopreneur to have disability insurance.
1: Haha. Uh-huh. So, disability insurance. Yeah. That seems like a really smart idea. <laughs> I do not have disability insurance as of this. Uh, as of this recording. Yeah. So what else do you propose beyond disability insurance?
0: Um, I would say to definitely have some kind of plan for contacting all current clients to alert them of a situation. Um, You know, and you don't have to divulge personal details. Like, I understand, like, this is... You know, something happening to her, to her body, and she doesn't necessarily want to share details of everything that's going on, but to have at least reached out and, you know, let me know something was going on and that she was going to be away because I was getting, you know, very frustrated and irritated from my side that she just disappeared and I didn't know. So I think to have in place some way of notifying everyone and for that to be as easy as possible for you or for the person who is going to take over that for you, um, is really important. Uh, I I've found over years of freelancing that people are very forgiving. If you are honest and truthful and give them a heads up on yeah. things <laughs> right it's it's unpleasant surprises that really upset people but when you can say up front Ooh, you know that thing i said i'd have by friday oh it's not gonna happen like that it's a lot more you're a lot more likely to be forgiven for that than if you wait until the following monday to be like oh yeah i didn't get that done yeah <laughs> if you allow people the time to kind of plan and adjust um as much as possible but then i think also to have um like a plan for who is going to step in and take care of things, if anyone, and it might depend on what kind of business that you have, but you know, what's going to happen if you can't, if you're in the hospital for three months or, you know, like for you and I, it could, it could be a a relatively minor injury, like a, a broken arm Right or a, sp- a badly sprained wrist could keep us from working for a period of time because everything's on the computer.
1: Yeah,
0: um, so it doesn't even necessarily have to be something really serious to impact uh, your ability to work, depending on what you do.
1: Well, and yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we've heard stories of people, you know, getting injured, uh, and you know, it definitely impedes one's ability to, to make a living. So, um, so I think having some sort of system in place, like having insurance and maybe having a trusted person on your team that you can kind of have a plan to move forward with. I mean, the plan Honestly, uh, I mean, that could get out of hand really quickly. Yeah. But, like, how would you break down the contingency? Like, you get injured, you lose, like, half your face. What's the contingency <laughs> plan? I don't know why I keep choosing, like, losing parts of faces. Just, Let, let's choose something thing. different. Let, let's, just say, <laughs> let's just say you fell and broke both your arms.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. What do you do then? Uh. Well, let's see. I would have to get you or Nathan to upset. I mean, upset. What? Where did that come
1: from? We'd be very (laughs) upset with you. We'd be very upset with you that you broke both your arms.
0: (laughs) To install some, like, dictation software on my computer. So I could talk. And, you know, for a long time I thought, oh, gosh, there's no way that you could code if you couldn't type, right? Because there's all those, you can write emails and things with dictation. But I actually came across a program history that helps you write code without being able to type. So that's crazy. Who knows? Um, you know, I, I would definitely have to recruit some help in getting some things like that set up. And even then, like, obviously my productivity is not going to be anywhere near what it would be normally. So I think to recruit some help, yeah, some folks that, that I would trust to kind of step in and, you know, with a website project, sometimes it's really super urgent and sometimes it's not. And yeah. I think to make sure that for the clients for whom that is something really urgent and pressing that that gets taken care of, um, even if that means... Um, that I myself lose the business. Um, and then, you know, I, I would also need to make sure that I had a way to pay my bills. Like, how am I going to pay my rent and my utilities and buy food if I can't work and earn money? Right. So to have some kind of plan there and, you know, you can always have an emergency savings account, but the reality is like, that's going to run out pretty quickly. So I think if you end up, heaven forbid, you know, being diagnosed with cancer and you're in and out of the hospital for six or seven or eight months dealing with that, like, I, I can't imagine, <laughs> like, <laughs> that a lot of people have a savings account that's going to cover that.
1: Right. I mean, in I mean, addition
0: to the medical bills. Yeah.
1: Yeah. My, my savings account, I've probably got about four, five months Saved up.
0: Yeah. That's
1: it. And on the one hand, I'm like, hey, I got four or five months saved up. But it can go just like that. It can go
0: very quickly, especially Mm. if you're paying medical bills on top of having to cover expenses. Because our
1: medical system, even if you're insured, is so awesome.
0: As I know from still paying off one night in a hospital almost two years later. Yeah.
1: A buddy of mine choked on a chicken wing.
0: A chicken wing.
1: And he got a (gasps) $6,000 out-of-pocket bill. And he's insured.
0: Oh, my. Wait, what was the bill for?
1: Emergency room. Like, it got lodged, and he needed help.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Taking it out. I didn't
0: even know that was a thing that could happen.
1: It is. Like, eat slower, buddy. But, um, (laughs) and...
0: Yeah, you're not supposed to eat the bones.
1: So, <laughs> some months later, like half a year later, it happened again. What? And he, he... didn't
0: learn his lesson the first time.
1: Well, it happened again. It was a freak thing. No one's trying to choke on chicken bones. Okay. But because he was so scared of the medical bill,
0: oh yes, he, he
1: took it out himself. Oh no. And he was he he caused. The blood. He was bleeding from his eyes. What? Because of what he was trying to do. Like basically, I don't want to get I, yeah, too much into. I don't, don't want to get too much into the details. to make people
0: squeamish and upset. Yeah,
1: but I mean, literally, he made the
0: situation worse. He, I think we can. Well, he
1: ma- he managed to get the chicken bones out. Yeah, but at the Injured at the expense himself. of injuring himself. Yeah. And it's just wild because people are like six thousand dollar bill. I can't deal with, and you know and that's on the small side. You know yeah. that's on the smaller yes, it side. Is. You know um, anyway. So so I think having disability insurance and having some sort of plan or yeah. idea of whom to tap in yeah. in the event that the worst happens.
0: And you know. Uh, you may not necessarily be conscious to put that plan in place, so I think to have someone else who's aware of what the plan is, who knows, you know, where to find the things that they'll need, mm-hmm. um, is important. To you know, uh, listen. I was in Italy. I almost got hit by a bus. I was on the sidewalk. Those drivers in Italy are crazy. I thought, oh, I won't step out into the street. Here comes the bus. And the next thing I know, the bus is on the sidewalk with me.
1: That's crazy.
0: And I don't think if I get hit by a bus, I'm going to be awake to send any emails to anyone. That's
1: a good point. KO (sighs) stands for knockout. (laughs) (laughs) So the marching orders are to maybe price out some insurance. Yep. And maybe come up with some sort of continuity plan. Basic plan is something that's doable and reasonable that you can put together in a week.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to do it all this week, but to have a plan to get it all done. I think for some point later, you know, because honestly, if everything goes well, as I hope it does, and my bookkeeper gets better, I don't know that she's going to have a business to come back to. Yeah. You know, she might be starting from scratch again.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a big deal. I, I would have left. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, folks, there you have it.
0: That was very depressing. I feel like we should say something positive now.
1: (laughs) Well, 98% of people die someday.
0: That's not, no, that's not positive.
1: (laughs) Well, you could be, you could be part of the 2% that make it.
0: I really don't think that's likely. Um um the podcasts are here and they're adorable and um chocolate is a good thing that's in the world. Oh yeah. And um and cake and tacos and, <laughs> and spaghetti like these are all good things in our world.
1: I agree.
0: And mountains and trees turning for the fall. <laughs> and if beautiful sunset.
1: If you don't live in California, that is.
0: Yeah, our trees, like the few trees that we have that turn don't really turn to like December or January. Yeah. <laughs> and then they basically just start growing new leaves right away.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how that goes. So, <laughs> Natalie, if people wanted, you know what? People should know how to, you know, get. Or podcast at anywhere,
0: anywhere they get podcasts. I mean, if we've gotten this far, they know.
1: And do us another favor. Hit like and subscribe below the video.
0: There's no video. Oh. And people can't see you pointing.
1: Oh, right.
0: And you right. have to also, you have to be like, and then ring the bell to get notifications. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Tap the bell to get... <laughs> To get notified when we post a new video.
0: <laughs> this isn't a video, though, so we can't do that.
1: Thanks for coming to our YouTube channel. But
0: we can say, if people want to get all the show notes and um, past episodes, it's at doweeklypodcast.com, sponsored by Pantheon Web Hosting.
1: Yeah, damn right.
0: And if they want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we're at Podcast.
1: For the do weekly podcast that's Natalie Macwees hello and i'm Alex Fosquez. we're here to remind you to keep it doable and we'll see you next week
0: see you next week everyone
1: okay now get out
0: do something happy and positive to offset the depressingness
1: and also get out of here you're oh. you're done you're gone <laughs> playing go for bye
0: injuries
1: <laughs> Oh,
0: I'm gonna get
1: injured.
0: Look at Mabel. She's like, oh no, is he gonna get up?
1: He's not gonna get
0: up. Oh no, is my petting done?